It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Welcome in Eagles fans to another edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast as always brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day Louis DiBiase on this late night Monday early Tuesday edition of the show kicking off another week of podcast thank you so much again uh, for tuning in and today was supposed to be a fun one we were going to do an episode called QB questions myself Gino Camilleri and Lars Lewis don't want to get into what that episode will entail because we're going to still have that released this week as well as our all-time Eagles draft that I'm so excited to get going. Still working out the kinks in the background. I want to make sure that's a good audio production for you. So that will be released at the latest. It's going to be a two-episode series on either Thursday and Friday or Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Regardless, it will be available this week. So get ready for those two things. Um, and... They were going to come earlier, but then I got back from a hike on Monday, and I go on Twitter. It's like 8 o'clock at night, right? Been a long, nice day out in the sun, feeling good. Nothing to expect Eagles news-wise, really, to break anytime soon outside of maybe they sign a veteran running back, LaShawn McCoy comes back, right? Uh, we, we find out that one of the Eagles' best players, one of their most valuable players since this new era of Eagles football in 2016 began, Brandon Brooks, the starting right guard, to me the best offensive lineman in football since 2017, a guy that has allowed three sacks in four years on his quarterback, tore his Achilles again and is out for the season. And I say again because if you don't remember, in the 2018 divisional round of the playoffs against the New Orleans Saints, Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles, his other Achilles, in that game, and he's done it now again in 2020. This is the third year in a row where he's had a pretty significant injury. Last year, he suffered that shoulder injury that kept him out of the postseason. So here we are now. The Eagles are without one of their best players on both sides of the football um, at right guard. I mean, yes, they have Lane Johnson still on that side, and they have Jason Kelsey. But Brandon Brooks, his value, it it cannot be stressed enough how elite this player is first off and how valuable he is to the football team. Again, yeah, having Jason Kelsey on that side and Lane Johnson, that's going to help absorb the blow. But this offensive line, this offense is completely different without Brandon Brooks. Zach Berman of the Philadelphia Inquirer had this stat on Twitter when Brooks got injured that just goes to show Brooks' value to this offense. In the four years Brandon Brooks has been in Philadelphia, the Eagles are 41-23 when he plays at least 50% of the offensive snaps. They're 0-6 when he's either out or plays fewer than 50% of the offensive snaps. 
This is an extremely valuable player that you just signed to a new four-year contract extension in November, and now he's 31 years old. He has suffered two Achilles injuries to both legs, and an Achilles injury on both sides in the last two years. That's tough. This is where, and I'm not saying he won't come back healthy. He, he's not going to be back in 2020, but 2021, not, not, not trying to say that you know he won't be anywhere close to the player he is right now because last year he came back from that torn Achilles and he still, to me, was the best offensive lineman in football. But it gets harder and harder, man. When you're 31 years old going on 32, you suffered a bad injury in your upper body and now two when you're lower, that's concerning. This is where the salary cap stuff can become an issue is when you start to suffer these serious injuries repeatedly to older players. It is devastating and I just... You got to throw your hands up in the air and ask why, how, not even why, but how, how can this keep happening to the Philadelphia Eagles? These catastrophic injuries to core pieces at every single position since 2017, this has continuously happened on the offensive line, at quarterback, at wide receiver, at tight end, at running back, the defensive line, linebacker, the secondary. I have never seen anything like this I don't think a team and it's going on year four it's going on year four of this I don't think a team will ever suffer this kind of bad luck from a health perspective again and the worst part is Brooks was just running that's that's how he suffered this injury he was running (laughs) that's it I mean maybe we literally did sell our souls for a Super Bowl in 2017 because I've never seen anything like this and it won't stop. And that and that's the thing. Like last year, the year before, even 2017, we're trying to figure out, okay, why do these injuries keep happening? Because before this, you know, in 2013, the Chip Kelly era of Eagles football, the Eagles were one of the healthiest, if not the healthiest team in, in, in the league. And now it's the complete opposite. So you think maybe it's the age of the roster. You think maybe it's the mentality of maybe rushing players back too soon or misdiagnosing them, right? There's the medical staff always got tremendous blowback. But you just look across the the list of injuries, and there's young players that get hurt. There's players that took their time that were re-injured or suffered serious injuries, right? There's guys with a completely healthy track record that got injured. There's fluke injuries. I mean, it doesn't matter. Who you were, to me, like if you're wearing midnight green, you're susceptible to a serious injury more than it feels like anybody else. And I and I can't put a reason behind it. The Eagles redid their entire medical staff, basically, right? They got a brand new chief of medical this year who was overseeing everything last year and now is stepping in. And it's June, and the Eagles have already lost one of their best offensive players. This is why it's so tough. I mean, you can point to... The, the regression at the wide receiver position last year. Um, you can talk about the you know some of the distractions with the source uh, players talking bad about their other their their team and, and their quarterback to the media causing a distraction. You can talk about the awful cornerback play. Um, the injuries again everywhere across the board is the main thing that has stopped this Eagles team from I don't want to say becoming a dynasty, but ser- but it, it's really held them back from seriously contending for a championship over and over again. Yes, they've been able to, you know, 
I guess, absorb that blow, right, and make a deep run in 2018 and come only a couple plays away from the NFC Championship. But that took everything they had. Like they, And in 2019, yeah, they made the playoffs and won the NFC East, but for the past two years, it's taken so much because the Eagles already start at such a disadvantage compared to everybody else. I mean, luckily enough, this team has this incredible ability to flip the switch when it matters most, regardless of who is playing on that football field. But that is also the most frustrating part about the injuries is this team has that winning DNA and they can't get to that full ceiling of that potential since 2017 because they just can't stay healthy. And injuries like this to Brandon Brooks keep happening over and over and over again. And it's so frustrating, and I don't know when it's going to stop. I, I really don't. It's June, and they've already lost one of their best players. It's it's brutal, and it's not the sky isn't falling. It's not the end of the season. You know, as long as you have Carson Wentz to me and Doug Peterson um, and guys like Fletcher Cox and you know Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, these guys all healthy, Brandon Graham, you're going to compete for championships. You're going to be a playoff contender. But it is just it's it's getting very tiresome to see this Eagles team always you know, under maximum strength when it comes to health. They are never at full strength. And it's frustrating, especially for a guy like Brooks that's so likable on and off the field, what he's done raising awareness for mental health that he suffers with, the elite play that he has on the field, the chemistry him and Lane Johnson have together. The numbers show it. They're 0-6 without him when he does not play or when he plays fewer than 50 snaps. And when he does, and when he's on the field, they're 41-23. and so it's a, it's a huge loss. It's devastating. It's really going to test this Eagles offensive line. It's going to test the young depth, um, and we'll see what happens. Segment two, segment three, I want to get into what do they do now because Brandon Brooks, the injury happened. It sucks, and I'm talking about why it keeps happening, but regardless, that is the reality the Eagles are faced with heading into 2020 again. They are without one of their most valuable players in Brandon Brooks. So what do they do at the right guard position? I'll get into that next, coming up right here on Locked On Eagles. Today's Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKDOWN to get $10 off your first order of the 20 awesome flavors of Built Bars. My favorite, orange vanilla. Continue to rock that when I've really enjoyed it. Little advice, put it in the fridge or the freezer. Having it nice and cold is my way to go. Um, it, it's super tasty. Again, it, it's like a candy bar, but you get... 20 healthy grams of protein. It's a great alternative to your snack of choice. Also, they have these awesome Built Boost energy mixes that you just put in your water and they taste like there's flavors like black cherry lemonade is my favorite, strawberry pineapple, and it's natural energy. So after a couple days, you really start to notice the extra kick that you get throughout your day when it comes to an energy perspective. And you can get $10 off your first order of Built Bars or Built Boost Energy Mix at BuiltBar.com when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN. We thank Built Bar for sponsoring the Lockdown Eagles podcast today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Monday slash Tuesday edition of the show. It's kind of an emergency podcast. We were going to record some fun, creative episodes, but Brandon Brooks, the Eagles' right guard, and to me, they're, I would say, is he their second best player? Outside of behind Carson Wentz, second or third, I would say it's him, Fletcher Cox. I mean, you can make the argument for Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey, but I think Brandon Brooks has been the best offensive lineman in football over the last three years, and he suffered another torn Achilles on Monday, which is just absolutely devastating. So today, we're going to get into now, what do the Eagles do? But before we get into that, I want to talk about the I Will campaign Lockdown is going through right now. The Lockdown Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Lockdown is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. I'm really proud to be a part of this campaign. To make your own donation along with us, we would really appreciate it. Please visit Lockdown Podcast com slash Black Lives Matter. All right, so let's get into now what the Eagles do at right guard because it's a huge hole now that we did not think Philadelphia would have to fill in the month of June. But Brooks is not likely coming back in 2020, so they're going to have to make do with what they have either on the roster or go out and sign some free agents. Maybe make a trade with a team. Uh, we'll get into that in segment three if there's any ideas there. Right now, these are the options that first come into my head. In-house, it's a lot of young depth. Not a lot of proven, you know, you don't have Steven Wisniewski behind Brandon Brooks and Isaac Sayamalu anymore. Right now, what the Eagles are left with is Matt Pryor, who I actually thought did pretty well um, at times last year in the middle of the season when he came in um, playing the right guard position, also some right tackle. He kind of moved back and forth. And in the playoffs when Brandon Brooks went down, I thought Pryor was okay. Um, but again, he's I mean, you're not going to replace Brandon Brooks. I like what Matt Pryor did in spot starts last year, but not enough to know that for 16 games he's going to be the stabilizing force. Outside of Matt Pryor, you have rookie fourth-round pick out of Auburn, Jack Driscoll, another guy that I'm high on. I think he has a lot of upside, a lot of versatility. He can play the tackle position. He can play guard. He can play center. You've got Jordan Maialata, again, upside. But none of those three are guaranteed to be able to produce for you next year and not be a liability um, on this offense. So I'm not sure if they're going to go with the youth. I mean, the good thing for a Pryor or Driscoll or Maialata or, you know, Herbig is they will be smushed in between two, to me, Hall of Famers in Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. But that's really all they have to work with right now. The Eagles do not have any veterans when it comes to backup offensive linemen. We'll get into, again, in segment three, if they can bring in more of those guys. But Pryor, Driscoll, Maialata, Herbig, that's what they've got to work with right now. Again, I do like Pryor. I think you know he can be maybe your new Halapulivati Vitae, but there's still way too many inconsistencies in that kind of player. You're not going to get an elite player at this position anymore. And this is why it just popped into my head. This is why you don't go out and draft a backup quarterback in the second round when you could have had a Matt Hennessy, a Lloyd Cushenberry, a Jonah Jackson, right? This is why you take a player like that at 53rd overall. And, and maybe I'm a hypocrite because if Carson Wentz gets hurt right now, we're saying what a smart pick that is. But this is why, to me, you take a player at those other positions where they are way more likely to impact your team immediately. 
and not be this quote-unquote quarterback factory. A guy like Matt Hennessy right now, a Cloyd Cushenberry out of LSU, Jonah Jackson, one of those SEC players that to me would be ready to play right now over a Matt Pryor or a Jack Driscoll, even though Driscoll also started in the SEC at Auburn. That's why you take that player at 53 and not a backup quarterback. I don't know. It's again, it's frustrating to it just this spotlights again why that pick to me was a mistake. So if they don't go with Pryor, Driscoll, Mayalata, Herbig, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do. I think if they do go with one of those players. And again, the Brooks injury has nothing to do with the development of Andre Dillard, of how this team feels about Andre Dillard heading into 2020. But I think it might build a more cautious mindset now when it comes to the offensive line. Yes, maybe they're confident in moving forward with Andre Dillard as your starting left tackle. But without Brandon Brooks now on that right side, maybe they I don't know, to me now, I could see them bringing back Jason Peters. And Jason Peters, by the way, did mention at the end of the year to prolong his career, he would consider moving to the guard position. So they could bring in Jason Peters, play him at right guard next to Lane Johnson, next to Jason Kelsey. He still has the mobility laterally to get downfield. I think he could do it. Smart veteran player could easily pick it up if you ask me. Have Andre Dillard still at left tackle. Like that's a possibility that I actually really like. It might be my favorite idea. But even if you're just talking about the left tackle position, I could see this team, yes, even if they're confident, they're comfortable, I should say more so, with Dillard at left tackle, because they might have to have a Matt Pryor or a Jack Driscoll playing right guard. They don't want to have two spots now on this offensive line that's normally an elite strength of the team. They don't want to have two question marks now up front protecting Carson Wentz. So that might build a more cautious mindset. I think regardless, if he's playing right guard, if he's a left tackle, I think you're probably going to see Jason Peters coming back to Philadelphia very soon. Let's say they don't do that, though. What if Jason Peters doesn't come back? They're going to roll with Andre Dillard at left tackle regardless of this Brandon Brooks injury. What does that mean for the right guard position? Because, again, they have Matt Pryor, they have Jack Driscoll, they have Jordan Maialata, you know, Nate Herbig. If they're not comfortable with one of those players and the whole Jason Peters to guard thing doesn't work out, what do they have available in the free agency pool, in the trade market? You know Howie Roseman is always talking on the phone about trades. To me, he's kind of the, the pioneer of the new the trade era um, in the NFL. So we'll dive into that market coming up next as a way to maybe try to fill the giant shoes that are left uh, with this Brandon Brooks injury. Again, Brandon Brooks tears his Achilles on Monday. He is out for the 2020 season. Louis DiBiase here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And guys, we are sponsored today by Ryan. Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine and control modules, brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we 
we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in, everybody, to the Locked On Eagles Podcast, this Monday night edition of the show, reacting to the news that Eagles right guard Brandon Brooks has torn his Achilles once again, this time on the other leg Devastating news for just an incredible player on and off the field. I mean, look, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really somebody that would buy an offensive lineman's jersey. And there's a lot of good ones for the Eagles you can buy, right? Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, uh, Brandon Brooks is the jersey I think I would want of any offensive lineman. Man, what he has done for this team since 2016 as a guy that he's open about his anxiety and his, you know mental health issues and I'm somebody that really respects that as somebody that goes through anxiety issues as does my co-host Gino Camilleri and as does a ton of people in this country and around the world he has done so much for um, you know everybody in that area and then on the field again this is an elite player that you know we talked about in segment two how you can replace him in-house with Matt Pryor, Jack Driscoll, you know, Jordan Maialata, I don't think that's really something they'll consider. Maybe bringing back Jason Peters and moving him to the right guard spot. Regardless of what they do, you're not replacing, to me, the best offensive lineman in football. What if, let's say, they bring back Jason Peters, but it's to play left tackle. Or let's say they don't bring back Jason Peters at all. And they don't want to have both Andre Dillard at left tackle and either a rookie or a second or third year inexperienced offensive lineman at right guard, right? They want to have some veteran security, kind of like a Steven Wisniewski in 2017 and 2018. What are their options right now in free agency? It's actually not that bad. It is not the wasteland that some other positions are at this time of year um, in the free agent market. Larry Warford. The Saints starting right guard over the last three years is available, and he's made the Pro Bowl the past three years. But the Saints did draft Michigan's Cesar Ruiz, somebody me and Gino both really liked as a possibility for the Eagles. He was a late uh, first-round draft pick, so the Saints not going forward with Warford. He's probably the most likely candidate. Again, if they're not going to bring back Jason Peters and you know try to make that work or stick with what they have in-house, Warford probably is the best option, but there's more than just Larry Warford available right now. Uh, a Broncos starting interior offensive lineman from last year, Ronald Leary, who started in 12 games, he's available, and he was Pro Football Focus's 18th best-graded guard in 2019. Mike Person, another guy uh, that worked with Scandarello, uh, both, by the way, Scandarello worked with Leary and Person uh, with the Denver Broncos and with the Atlanta Falcons and the 49ers, actually. Mike Person, 32, he's a little bit older. I mean, most of these guys are older. He was PFF's 57th graded guard in 2019. So, actually some pretty good options in free agency. Josh Klein, the former New England Patriot, also on the open market. The Eagles almost got him in the trade a couple years ago when they sent Eric Rowe uh, to the Patriots. They almost got Josh Klein back in that 
trade. So those are four options available in free agency. Here's an interesting one. The Eagles had Chris Long in the past. What if he convinced his brother to come out of retirement and play for the Eagles in 2020? Kyle Long is somebody that could decide to play once again, and he's got to know how much Chris Long loved playing in Philadelphia. So that's another idea. So it's not... And that's why, again, it's such devastating news and it's so frustrating to see this continue to happen to the Eagles. But if it was going to happen to a position right now where in a pinch you needed to find options you know, outside of your own roster, guard might be the spot to do it because when it comes to, you know, you got Larry Warford, Ronald Leary, Mike Person, Kyle Long, Josh Klein. I mean, that's five guys right there that have a ton of starting experience in that are high-quality starters just a season ago. So those are all options the Eagles can consider. When it comes to the trade market, I don't know. Maybe they want to, you know, I work for the Buffalo Bills up here in Buffalo, New York, um, for their radio affiliate, and I've been talking about a couple weeks how maybe they can use some of their depth up front on the offensive line to go, let's say, upgrade the defensive end position. The Bills could use a young pass rusher because right now their starters are Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison. So to pair with A.J. Epineza, maybe they want to kick the tires on a Deshaun Hall. or Maybe the Eagles want to kind of give up on the whole Sharif Miller project, right? Or Joe Osman. Those are three players that maybe you try to ship one or two of them to Buffalo and try to get one of their guards. They have a pretty deep offensive line depth chart right now. They got guys like Spencer Long available on their bench, Daryl Williams. Um, we'll see what happens with Cody Ford and Ty Secchi up front. So they have options as well. Lee Adrian Waddle, who was a Buffalo Bill the past couple years, also available in free agency. So if they want to go into the trade market, I would maybe consider the Buffalo Bills as a good option for what they want, for what the Eagles have at the defensive end position, and for the depth the Bills have on the offensive line. Maybe that's an interesting thing to consider, but for the most part, if they're going to go outside, if they're going to go with an outside hire that's not named Jason Peters, I would say remember the names Kyle Long, Mike Person, Josh Klein, and then the two more likely in the best case scenario, Larry Warford and Ronald Leary. Again, Larry Warford is my favorite idea here. Made the Pro Bowl the last three seasons. Folks, there are not Pro Bowl offensive linemen that normally are available in June. So that's maybe something the Eagles want to consider and take advantage of now. Get ahead of this early while you still have time to get ready for um, the 2020 season at the right guard position. But regardless, devastating news on Monday. Not the show I was expecting to do, not the show I wanted to do, but nonetheless the show that was very necessary. But we will have the fun stuff coming up this week. The all-time Eagles draft will be coming up. I have a fun interview set with a former Eagles player on Wednesday, and then we'll do our QB questions episode as well. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on any platform or head over to LockdownEagles.com and get our three to six shows a week for the month of June. Thank you so much for tuning into today's edition of the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter as well because we're always talking birds after the show at LockdownBirds, at DiBiaseLOE, and at Gino underscore LOE. I'm Lou DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and let's go birds. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Lock 
Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.